Welcome to Wizard Team. This is a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter of the series with all of our knowledge from the world of Harry Potter. I don't know. Um, (laughs) So each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the world of Harry Potter from the start until now. Um, Be warned, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. Who are you? I'm Robin. And I'm Bayana. Um, we're really excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the book. Today we are discussing chapter 17 of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, The Man with Two Faces. Um, really quick announcement and reminders. We're going to do this really fast. Really, really fast. Um, we have, we want this podcast to be interactive. So please be sure to follow along with us and then tweet at us, hashtag WitherTeam at WeAreBlackAndNerds on Twitter. No, we are. Just WeBlackAndNerds. WeBlackAndNerds. Hashtag WitherTeam at WeBlackAndNerds on Twitter. If you're not on Twitter, you can go to BlackGirlsNerdOut on Facebook and comment um, below the chapter and we will talk back to you, especially this week. Especially. Oh my goodness. Okay. Okay. Let's just hurry up. Announcements. Um. Have you ever wondered what it would uh, this? Okay. Yes. Sorry. Now I'm getting excited. (laughs) Have you ever wondered what it would be like to be black at Hogwarts? Do you want to write about it? We're working on a project called Hogwarts VSU, a collection of fan art stories, um, fan fiction, whatever, illustrating what it would be like to be black a black Hogwarts student. Um. If you would like to submit, check out the website for guidelines. Subscribe to our newsletter. Each week we deliver news from the nerd world, not only Harry Potter, but all our, all of our faves, all of your faves. Um, we share nerd news and links about what's been going on. So if you want to be in the know, please subscribe. You can go to blackgirlsnerdout.com and it is on the side panel of the homepage. Or you can subscribe via tinyletter.com slash BGNO. Um, so today is... Um the second to last episode that we're going to be talking about Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. So as we wrap up book one, we're going to do a live tweet of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, the movie. Um, Join us Saturday. So when this comes out, it'll be two days from now um, on December 26th at 6 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. Eastern. Um, 8 p.m. 8 p.m. Central, 7 p.m. Mountain. Um, so you can join us. We'll watch the movie. You can use the hashtags wizard team and HPSS. Um, to join the conversation. Um, follow us at We Black and Nerds. Like us at Black Girls Nerd Out. Blah, blah, blah. Let's do news. News! Um, okay, so Harry Potter ebook covers. They look awesome. Fantastic Beast trailer. We were going to talk about it, but we really don't care anymore. We don't care. Because Hermione is black! Hermione is black, y'all! Oh my she is who we said she was. She's black, you guys. She black. We just found, like, now you got. We've all had she some black. time. Y'all might have had some time to like get back she to your black, y'all. lives and like calm. But we just found she out. Black. Like, we just found out an hour ago. She black, y'all. So we're very excited. And she looked like us. She looks dead. Oh my gosh. I was gonna. She cry. talked like us. She looked smart as fuck. All in her eyes, you can see she's smart as fuck. She looks like. Don't bring me your shit. I got too much to do. She is a black woman. She is everything. She is everything. Like, you guys. I just, I can't. 
She almost is, broke down and cried in like the back of the Uber, and then again on the Bart platform, and then again on the train, and then again when and then I saw again you. When we saw each other, oh my gosh! I literally I was, was I was literally talking that shit and like making bets about the Packers, and then at some point I got, I quieted down, and people were like, "What the hell's wrong with the crazy Packers girl? Is she is she scared? Is you scared?" It's like, "No, nah, we're still gonna beat your ass." But what happened is. Hermione is black. Hermione is black, y'all. And some dude was like, what about Miami? And I was like, I don't even have time for you right now. I don't even know. Like, mm, Hufflepuff. Hermione. Hermione Jean Granger. She's black. Like, this is so... She is who we said she was. seriously. And then, and not even, like, that, and then also just, like... We are going to see, just, we are going to London and we are going, going to see, see a black woman stand in the crowd or sit or whatever. And like a black woman will be away from us. A black play, woman will be playing her. Hermione Jean Granger. Like I, like I live, like I literally like growing up have like connected with Hermione so much and have like been like, that's me. Like, we're the same person. We're so similar. And now, like, literally, she looks like me. Like, that's such a huge, like, I can't even, oh, I can't. I can't. It's so much. I'm I'm so it's, happy. It's too much. It's hard to it's even, like, almost, It is literally, words. it is almost too much. Like, I, yeah. And when people, when people want to, like, point out, like, oh, Spider-Man, like, Peter Parker's white, and Spider-Man should never be black, and, like, how dare you think a Juice El- no, Elba like, should be James Bond, or whatever the fuck that is. Like, you need to point them to the reaction of black women nerds. Not even black women nerds. Not e- black like nerds. nerds. Or just nerds in Black general. Potterheads worldwide when they announce the casting of Hermione Jane Granger for Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Because it means... So it meant like, more to me, like, not even joking, not even joking. I say, like, oh, yeah, Hermione's black, blah, 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 blah. Seeing that be, like, announced, like, it meant more to me than I thought it would. That, and then also, it, like, like, it, like, it, it means. And the other thing is that it means so much more to us that Hermione is black than it would to a white person if she was white. Yes! Like, that for them, that they see that and are like, oh, okay, whatever, it's like casting, great, like, that's whatever. Yeah. Not even a thought, but, like, literally announcing that she's black has, like, completely made, like, made my day. Like, that's, like, the one of the best things. It might have made my entire Christmas and made my Kwanzaa. Yeah, I'm like, I'm pretty like, much, I'm you don't done. even need anything else for the holidays. I'm good. I'm the rest good. of the year. 2015 is lit just because off of this one thing. Hermione is black. On December 20th. What happened in in, in 2015? Hermione Hermione was black. It was confirmed. It was confirmed. Like. She is who we said she was. Like. With her bushy hair. And her big teeth. And her no nonsense and give a fuckness. (laughs) She don't give a. She literally don't give a fuck because she is black. Like. I just. It is. I'm trying to be like form coherent thoughts, but most of nah. it is just like I almost had like a like a, not even it's not even a panic attack. I just almost hyperventilated like on my way here. I had to like make myself just like calm the fuck down. I could give a fuck and, about like, coherent thoughts. I was right just now. like I need to at least at the very least not have like a meltdown on Bart, but I was about to have a meltdown on Bart. 
Like I could give a fuck. I had a meltdown in the sports bar. But there, but that makes sense. You're in a sports bar. People have meltdowns in sports bars. Yeah, but usually about sports. Yeah, but you know, when some strange girl stands up and it's like Hermione is black, <laughs> y'all. And all these grown-up people are like, what the fuck is she talking yeah, about? Yeah, no, I had to, I I just had to like, take a moment. I don't even give a fuck. And, uh, like, this is, it just means say so something. much. Say something. Say something to us today. It means so much. You say can't tell something. us nothing. Like, yeah, I, you can't tell me anything anymore. No. Like, no. Hermione, I, I'm sorry, is, did you say Hermione Jean Granger was black? No? Well, that's what you should have said. That's all you Because that's all that matters. That's all we need to be talking about. Point blank, period. And then, like, I haven't even attempted to go look at the at the um, comments. I don't even, even know what Ron and Ron and Harry look like. I'm not what I'm talking about. I'm um, talking about, like, under the announcement that she... Oh, all the racist so, nonsense? I didn't even go look. I was like, I don't care. I'm already up here. You can't bring me down. You really can't. You can't. At this point... I know there's some bullshit being said. Fuck them. And later when we, like, are not celebrating, Fuck we can em. have some kind of, like, conversation about that. Is the conversation going to be fuck them? Pretty much. But if we want to be, like, I don't know. Thoughtful about thoughtful it? and whatever. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Fuck them. Pretty much. Pretty much at this point. You can't tell me anything. Her mind is black. That's just what it is. Deal. And so I, yeah, I didn't even attempt. I wasn't even like, ooh, what are we? No, I don't, I don't care. She's black, and that's I literally crazy. don't know. I don't know who Harry. I don't know which one like, is Harry. I which saw one them. Is Ron. I saw. I had to go back. Like it took me. I saw. I don't know. I, I don't saw, know. Like, I saw. I saw Ron, and then I, I saw. Which one is and you. then I saw Hermione. And you know they did it in a way where they're like, "We're gonna announce Ron. We're gonna announce Ron. We're gonna announce Harry." No, I stopped at Hermione. I was like, "Oh, Ron looks cool." Hermione, I like froze up. <laughs> froze the fuck up. I didn't even and know. Then I, and then I like later I was like, okay, let me actually go back. I realized, oh, there are other there are two other members of this of this trio. One of them who the thing is actually named after. Maybe I should go see what they look like. They look cool. They they mad. They, it's good casting. Who gives a fuck though? I don't even know. I don't even care. I was like, oh, this is something I'll do after the football game. And then Bayana's like, I'm on my way. And then Bayana's like, did you see? And then Bayana tweeted me a picture. And then my brain went. What the fuck? Yep. And then I just, I was, what the fuck? And then I just went on a Twitter rant about how much it meant to me and how much, like, Aminata grows up in a world, when Aminata was born, the Harry Potter movies were over. They were done. They, we'd already seen Harry Potter part two. It was over. Aminata's world includes a canon black Hermione. Like, literally. The Look, first Hermione like that her. she knows looks oh. like her. Well, it's not really the first Hermione she knows. I know, I know, I know, I know. But the first Hermione that was, like, cast yeah. in her lifetime... Is black. Is black and looks like her and, like, is the brightest witch of her fucking age. So say something to me. You can't. No. You can't. I'm sorry. I grew up and I wanted to be Hermione and then like Luna got announced and I was like, oh, I'm kind of like really quirky as fuck and like I'm definitely weird so me and Luna but like I still care what Hermione looks like. Like Hermione was my first if that makes any sense. It does. But until, what was it? Prisoner of Askman. Order Order of the Phoenix. Yeah. Order of the Phoenix. Hermione was like it. And yeah, then I like sound Luna, and like I would, I always say I'm the Black Luna, and I really still believe that. But like, it. 
I'm not even the black Hermione. I think I it, this. I'm not you even are the black Hermione. Hermione anymore. You're not I'm the black Hermione. Hermione anymore. You're Hermione. I'm gonna cry. You're Hermione because she, she, she is. And we've talked about already, like how much, like we were reading, like how many, how much I'm like pretty much her. Yeah. And now I like literally am. Yep. Well, one of my daughters is gonna be named Hermione at this point. I was, I was, I was, I wasn't sure. But now, yeah, it's, but, and now it's positive. Uh-huh. It's just been set in stone. Yeah. I've already like every like animal I am going to own because <laughs> children. Ah. <laughs> um, but still, like they're all like going to be some sort of Harry Potter character name. And I literally like I made a bet with this dude, and like I had to buy him a shot because the Raiders scored, and then he had to buy me a shot because the Packers won, obviously. But I was like. Guy, I don't even know your name, and yeah, that's fine. I was like, Guy, do you under do you know anything about Harry Potter? Do you know? Like, I showed him my tattoo. I was like, Do you know like what Harry Potter is and like what that means? And like, I just found out that Hermione is a black woman, and I don't give a fuck about anything else. Like, I don't care about football right now. I don't care about like. Wait for it came on. I was on Bart. Wait for it came on. Didn't even hear it. It just passed. Like I don't care my about Hamilton was, right like, now. That's the, thing. that's the funniest part. It was like I was on a literally like like pick. Harry Potter is literally like this. I mean, I always knew it, but this I think like kind of sol- like solidified for me that like, Harry Potter is literally like the height of my fandom. Head. Yeah. Period. Everything like, else is everything like, this is so great. I love it. I need to do like I need to see it. I need to watch it. This is great. Oh my god, this is amazing. Everything comes back to Harry. But yeah, always. And I, that was just like, oh my god, I can't even think about anything else. And it's not even like, that. It's not even that. Like, let's just try to calm down. Like, you guys are literally you're hearing this like days after, but we have been living this for an hour. So give us some... We need a minute to really, yeah. like, process. Give us a give us but, a pass for this. But let's, like, even just think about what it means for this, like, main character. Like, do you remember when Rue was cast mm-hmm. and Rue was black in the books? She was, yep. She was, like, explicitly black Super in the books. explicitly black. But still, like, she was cast and there was all that bullshit. And Rue dies in the first book. She's in mm-hmm. one book. And you remember, like, what that was. And, like... And the other I, there is never... There's literally never been... Besides Star Wars, which I haven't seen yet, or we haven't seen yet, I'm gonna see it later, but still, besides Star Wars, The Force Awakens, there hasn't been, like, a major epic casting of a black person in... That isn't explicitly black. Because, like, Luke Cage, we can't really say because Luke Cage is black. Right. There isn't... I can't remember... Right, where the default was it. I'm really trying to think. I don't think that's ever happened. No. Yeah. I can't think of a time when the default casting, like, wasn't what we thought it was or was, like, so shocking or whatever. And, like, even, like... Maybe Johnny Storm and... And it was Michael Jordan, but like. But we all knew that that movie was gonna be shit anyway, because yeah. it wasn't Marvel, and I mean, and it, and I mean that was like great, but even still, Johnny Storm is not on the level of Hermione. Oh, not at all, ever. So it's still like that's great and that's awesome, 
But also, and I think that's, I think the other thing is that so part of it and is it's like that a black it means, woman. yeah, that's right. So one, it's a black woman, but I think that also like okay, so if they, I can, I think part, I think the main reason that it's such a big deal is because it's Harry again, like it's because Harry Potter. So like I was saying before, like it doesn't mean the same thing if Hermione Cass is like a white woman, everybody's just like whatever about it. And, but it's not, it's not the same like affirming nature. But at the same time, like. I don't know, Viola Davis is cast as um, Annalise Keating, and it's like, dope, it's like, the black woman lead, just like Olivia Pope in Scandal, it's awesome, like, what, great. And it's, you know, it's, we have more representation, and it's awesome, but then when it's something that, like, you've grown up with, and something that, like, it has your weight so to much, it. it's, like, so, like, a It's like if they cast Bilbo Baggins as, like, a person of color. And I'm saying, and I'm literally, I'm saying, I'm choosing my words very carefully because I'm saying person of color because when it's, like, a dude, I'm at the point, sorry, black man, I love y'all, but, like, I'm at the point where when it's a dude, like, any person of color, I'm excited about. I am excited when it's a black man, but I'm excited for any representation in, like, male-dominated media, if that makes sense. I'm I'm also excited for any person of color in, in, in female roles because I just think it's amazing. Like, that's one reason why I fucking love Quantico and, like, the majority of the male... Or, sorry, the majority of the female roles are for, like, Middle Eastern women, but they are different and diverse, and it's... A, like, Quantico is beautiful. If you guys haven't watched Quantico, I don't know what's wrong with I you. Still need to watch it. But it is beautiful. It is a diverse cast and, like, diverse in, like, multiple ways. Which is what diversity is. It's not like, you know, I work in tech, so it's like diversity basically means including white women. And you're like, oh, okay, diversity. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh. So in this white male dominated field, we're going to include some white women. That's awesome. But um, I, I, I have that weird, like, I'm at that point where it's like, I'm excited for any representation of any kind especially male and that's and I recognize that's because I'm a female like the casting of a black man in a major role I love it I celebrate it but it doesn't hit me the way that this did and it's both because it's Hermione but it's also because it's a black woman playing Hermione and like you said, like with like Viola Davis and Annalise Keating, it's like she didn't exist before. So right. it's like this new character and it's awesome. We're celebrating that this new main character is a black woman who is like diverse and like is able to show vulnerability and is able to show strength. And she's like a full, well, well-rounded representation of a human being. And that is awesome. And we need that. And it's really sad that that is so rare but at the same time, she... We didn't grow up with Annalise. Yeah, she doesn't hold any... We didn't grow up with Olivia. Yeah. And, and so it's just a different, like... It's like, oh, this is great. We're getting there. But this is like, we're going back. We're backfilling. We're like, this justifies so much of my childhood. Yeah. Like, this changes how I... like. Even now, I was like rereading the last chapter because we're about to talk about it. And I'm like, seeing Hermione... Yeah. yeah. The way that I saw her before the movies came out, and I never was able to get that back again. Like, when I read Hermione, I think we talked about it. When mm-hmm. I first first read Hermione before the movies, she was black, but it was, like, fuzzy and, like, 
she seemed black, but she I would have she could have easily been white or mixed or whatever. She was fuzzy. She was a racial or whatever. She was black because I was black, and that's how I saw her, and I like put my, a lot of myself into her. When I'm reading it now, she is Hermione Granger, the person that I know who she is, all of who she is, and she is black, and she is a woman, and she is smart, and she is strong, and she is capable, and she is fucking everything. I just... Uh, yeah, I'm, I don't think I can even say anything else anymore. I'm just very, very, very excited. Yeah, I. Hermione is black, y'all. Hermione is a black woman. Soak that in and we will come back to you with Harry Potter, chapter 17. You a loser? Nope. Winner? Yep. Starving? Nope. Dinner? Yep. These niggas be hating, I already know, but I never go broke. No, no, no. I'ma stay getting money. Yeah, yeah. And I ain't gotta sell my soul. No, no, no. I'ma stay getting money. Yeah. Alright, we're back. <laughs> Incoherent. <laughs> um, so let's start chapter 17, The Man with Two Faces. Um, so real quick before we actually, before we do that. Previously on Wizard Team, um, Harry, Ron, and Hermione got into the, they got past Buffy, they got through all the enchantments, well, Ron, Ron, made, it did, to the... Ron made it Ron sacrificed himself at the Wizard's chest, Hermione went back to get Ron and to go tell, go find Dumbledore. After and, the potions. Yeah, after the potions. And so Harry has just entered the, the final chamber, and he find, he sees that it isn't Snape. And that it's not Voldemort. And we were left with a cliffhanger. So now we'll find out who it was who Harry finds. There was already someone there. But it wasn't Snape. It wasn't even Voldemort. It, it was, was Quirrell. Oh my god. Bum, bum, bum. What? That's crazy. Y'all didn't even see that coming, nope, did you? I didn't. Wow. I had no idea. Nope. Not at all. Mm-mm. You gasp, Harry. Can we just think about, like, now, like, when you, if you can think back to the first time you read this, and, like, as soon as you see it was Quirrell, and your brain starts racing back to all of the places when Quirrell happened to be around, and where, like, they, like, mentioned him a little bit, and you were like, it was, it was Quirrell. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, Snake wasn't trying to be funky, like, he was trying to say. He was being funky, he just wasn't trying to. Yeah, he was definitely being funky, he just wasn't trying to be funky to get the stone. He was being fucky for other reasons. For altruistic reasons. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was being funky because he's a funky person. <laughs> Pretty much. Okay, then. <laughs> um, so I love how after that, it says, Quirrell smiled. His face wasn't twitching at all. He was just, like, totally not. Yeah. No stutter. No stutter, no nothing. And he says, and this is, like, where we can get back in the snake. He's like, yes, Severus does seem to type, doesn't he? So useful to have him swooping around with an overgrown, like an overgrown bat, like an overgrown bat. next to him. Who would suspect poor, st- stuttering p- Professor Quirrell? Like, yeah, Snape. Like, you're such a problem that you like distract from the real enemy because right. you're the obvious choice. Right. 
And then, um, so Harry's still, like, not really under, he's like, no, there's no way. He says, but Snape tried to kill me. No, 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 I tried to kill you. Your friend Miss Granger accidentally knocked me over and she rushed to set fire to Snape so that, at that quitch match. She broke my eye contact with you. Another few seconds and I'd have gotten you off that broom. I'd have managed it before if then, if Snape hadn't been murder, muttering a countercrush trying to save you. I love how, like, and this is, like, a classic, like, Harry Potter thing is the whole, I like to call it villain splaining. Yeah. Where they just, like, tell you their entire plan. Like, this is what That's I That's not even in. a classic Harry Potter thing, though. It's, like, um... So it's, like, a classic story thing where, like, even in, like, Scooby-Doo and, like, even, like, Saved by the Bell and stuff, it's like, oh, let me stop and explain to you the entirety of my plan. Right. Even though I, mean, I haven't yeah, quite succeeded not, yet. Yeah, it's, like, definitely not, like, a... It's not um, exclusive to Harry Potter. Yeah. But it's still a thing that gets used, like, even even in freaking... Um, even in Deathly Hollows, although it's more Harry who's... Yeah. Who's no, it definitely... It, 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 it shows up um, often in Harry Potter. Yeah, we're like, okay, let's just tell you all what's happening. I think Dumbledore does it. So it's not just villain... But the villain one is more common just, like, overall and, like, other, like, lots yeah. of things. Like, well, but in the last chapter... How did this happen? I'm gonna let you know right now. Yeah, in the last chapter of Harry Potter, get ready for a full breakdown of Pretty what much. you've just read. Exactly. So, um, he was like, I'd have got you off that broom. I'd have managed it before if Snape hadn't been muttering a counter curse trying to save you. Snape was trying to save me? Come on, bro. <laughs> Catch up. It's cool. He's 11. It still takes a minute. Like, you spend all your time and you're like, you know what I mean? His whole worldview is being questioned in this moment. Yeah. Even as my, like, I think also it's interesting because, especially the Snape is trying to save me. That's a big deal considering how horrible Snape has been this entire time. Like, mm -hmm. finding out that he was like, he saved your life when you were convinced that he hates you, which he does hate you. And, like, Snape is a complicated character or whatever, but, like, but also you were convinced in that moment that that he he was was the one trying to kill you. And when it's the opposite, then it's kind of like, oh shit, I got it all wrong. Um, um, in addition to being like, maybe Snape's not as bad as I thought he was, but no, next time you see him, you'll be like, nah, he's just as just as bad. Um, of course, said Quirrell, and what a waste of time. I'm going to kill you tonight. And then Quirrell snapped his fingers, and ropes sprang out of thin air and wrapped themselves tightly around Harry. You're too nosy to live, Potter. Which That's what like, we've been saying. Sometimes you just gotta stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. If you'd listened to us earlier. Yeah, you know what I mean? You stay out of t- trouble when you double your choices. Like, I'm with you, but the situation is fraught. You gotta be carefully taught if you taught. We just said this in the last um, episode. Now that I think about it's it. It's true. But it's true. <laughs> but it's true. And it's pretty much what Quirrell was saying in this if moment. If you talk, like, you're gonna get ropes springing out of thin air right. and wrapping tightly around like, you. By a pseudo death eater. That's what I'm saying. Um. So yeah, so then finds out that um, he said yeah, so he let the troll in. Harry realizes that he let the troll in. He says, I have a special gift for, with trolls. Um, you must have seen what I did with the one in the chamber back there. Unfortunately, while everyone was while, while everyone else was running around looking for it, Snape, who already suspected me, went straight to the third floor to head me off. And not only did my troll fail to beat you with, beat you to death, dang, that three-headed Damn. dog didn't even manage to bite Snape's leg off properly. Damn. Um, yeah, Carl's horrible, but I think it's interesting. Um, I meant to pull up the thing on Pottermore about him. Actually, hold up one second. Um. Just about, like, his whole 
deal, <laughs> basically. Um, what makes Quirrell Quirrell? Well, yeah, but just, like, his whole, like, how he even started to... Because he was a Ravenclaw. That makes sense. It makes sense. So, really quickly. Um, we should, so, like, think about, like, that, because... I'm, I don't know, do we know what Mad-Eye was, but he's the Ravenclaw. I'm pretty sure Mad-Eye was a Gryffindor. I'm sure, too, yeah. I'm and sure. I don't think, yeah. But he's a Ravenclaw. Um, Lockhart. Lockhart's a Ravenclaw. Yeah. I think. Remus is a Gryffindor, the, obviously. Barty was probably Slytherin. Slytherin. Um, and Umbridge is Slytherin, probably. Oh, yeah. Or, Umbridge is definitely Slytherin. Is she? Yeah. Definitely? Oh, yeah. Okay. So... And then Snape, Slytherin, and then all right. So then the Carrows were Slytherin. <laughs> that doesn't have the same weight that I thought it might be, or the same meaning that I thought it might. But but yeah. So here, real quick, Joe writes that um, she saw Quirrell as a gifted but delicate boy who pro- who would probably have been teased for his timidity and nerves during his school life. So actually, kind of similar to Neville, just he went in the wrong direction. direction. Because um, he was feeling inadequate and wishing to prove himself, um, and he developed an initially theoretical interest in the dark arts. Like many people who feel themselves to be so insignificant, even laughable, Quirrell had a latent desire to make the world sit up and notice him. So yeah, that's actually I've read this before, but I never like made that connection to Neville. It's like I think one of the differences is that Neville had people who yeah, Harry and Ron, and even I mean even people who were like he had Pavardi, had people who mm-hmm. like. They saw that he had like these confidence issues, but they didn't take it upon themselves to like make fun of him and tease him. No, they like and so did they their had, best I mean, to like build up his, his confidence. confidence. Exactly. Even though there was still like people like Malfoy who would like tease him and stuff. Yeah, and but like even Ginny like befriended right. him and like I mean Ginny was a year younger than Neville, but it still like mattered, you know what I mean? Like people Yeah. In Gryffindor, very much like accepted Neville for who he was and saw the best in him, and then like did their best to help him see the best in himself as, as well. Right. I wonder if that would have happened had Neville been Slytherin or been in another house. Another house yeah. in general. Um. Yeah. So basically, Quirrell set out deliberately to find whatever remained of um, Voldemort, partly out of curiosity, partly out of that unacknowledged desire for importance. Um, at the very least, he fantasized that he could be the man who tracked Voldemort down, but at best might learn skills from Voldemort that would ensure he was never laughed out, like, laughed out again. Um, so clearly, like, this is, I'm still quoting, but <laughs> he was naive and arrogant, thinking that he would be able to control an encounter with Voldemort. Um, and so then Voldemort realizes that he, like, has a position at Hogwarts and takes possession of him, like, immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so, like, part of it is, like, Quirrell has, like, I mean, we can even see some of that in this. It's, like, not spelled out in the way that it is on Pottermore, obviously, but, like, he's, like, he says, he's, he's like, just, like, he wants to prove himself. Like, he's very much, like, I'm, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to kill you. I'm, like, um... So if you go to the next page, he says pretty, like, explicitly, um, and we'll go back to, because it pertains to the story, but pretty explicitly says, I was a, I traveled, when I traveled the world, I was a foolish young man. I was full of ridiculous ideas about good and evil. Lord Vortimer showed me how wrong I was. There is no good and evil. There is only power and those too weak to seek it. 
And you can see that, like, how quickly Voldemort is able to, like, change his views because he doesn't have any confidence in himself and he doesn't have any, like, practical knowledge about what it actually means to be powerful and what it means to be good and what it means to be evil. Because there is good and there is evil. Mm -hmm. And there is power and then there's how you choose to use that power, which is... The fact that, like, Dumbledore, like, even if he says, like, oh, I never saw power, we talked about earlier, like, he he has a lot of power, and Dumbledore has a lot of power, and he's very careful and cognizant of how he wields his power, and Voldemort has a lot of power, and he is not careful about how he uses it at all. Well, I think he is. I think he is, but in the opposite way. Yeah. He doesn't, I don't, I think that he's very, he's, I think he's just as deliberate as, as Dumbledore, but, again, he's evil, so it's not, so it's like, it's not just power, because it's also how you use that power. Because um, further on in this chapter, but you see it numerous times that comes up in the books, Voldemort doesn't really treat his followers much different than he treats his, like, enemies or detractors. Mm-hmm. And, like, you fail him, you're done with. And that's also a reason why it's so easy for the Malfoys at the end of the series to, like, work against him, right? Because they know that there's no coming out of... There's no good for them in a Voldemort victory. They've seen over and over and time and time again how he punishes people that are loyal to him. Mm-hmm. And then at a certain point, the Malfoys are like, okay, we need to look out for our family and what's best for us. And it just so happens that that coincides with, like, good. You know, the, the good versus evil mm-hmm. in, the, in that argument. But it's really a matter of, like we see how he operates and there's no pop. There's no upside for us. If he wins, right. He's going to kill us all. Right. So, um, yeah, maybe okay. a little bit of like grace and, um, loyalty from Voldemort would have changed that entire thing. Oh yeah, definitely. You I know? mean, and that's some of the things that, that's something that comes up like multiple, a lot of times. Yeah. Like if he had had love, and, if, and the thing is, is like, it's not like that's the only thing that can keep you from being evil, because like, as we see in other stories, and even in this story, like, people... Even with Malfoy, Malfoy, with Malfoy it's like, have he's, love. Yeah. And, I mean, that's, what's, that's what sets him apart from Voldemort, but he's still, like, not a great person. Exactly. I mean, even Snape, in his weird, twisted way, has love. Whatever. Um... That's a whole nother this side. A whole, it really, that's a whole podcast. It is. We've already done... We've and already we might done have it. to do just, like, a whole... But all I'm saying is that, um, all I'm saying is that he has it, and so that still, mm-hmm. even though, like, it complicates his character, he's not just a one-dimensional character who, like, doesn't feel anything for anyone ever. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's just what I mean. Okay, back to what's going on. Um, so, Quirrell has, um, he starts, he turns, and he starts to examine the mirror of Erised. Um, and he says, this this mirror is a key to finding the stone. Trust Dumbledore to come up with something like this. But he's in London. I'll be far away by the time he gets back. I just want to shout out Dumbledore for being clutch. Yeah. Just, you know. Um, and so all um, the hair... And then... What? And the same time that you're shouting out Dumbledore for being clutch, he's in London. That's true. So... I mean, yeah. How clutch is he? <laughs> Question mark, question mark. True. Nick Young's swaggy P face. But I mean, like, he's still clutch. He just is yeah. like, 
I'm really trying to figure out how he thought, like, I hope he operated and didn't take the long, the long way around. The long way around. Um, okay. All Harry could think of to do was to keep Quirrell talking, because he's smart. Um, he says, I saw you and Snape in the forest. Yes, said Quirrell. He was on me by that time, trying to find out how far I'd got. He suspected me all along, tried to frighten me, as though he could, when I had Lord Voldemort on my side. Um, I wrote... Oh, oh, I wrote that this was a double meeting. Sorry, I wrote, I read this, like, chapter, like, it's been a minute. So I'm like, what are my notes saying? Um, so that's low-key a double meeting, because, like, he couldn't fight, he couldn't, Snape can't frighten Quirrell, because he has Voldemort, like, literally on his side, which means, but, which means that he also has power, so he's not as afraid of Snape, because he has his power. Yeah. But then, he also literally has Voldemort on his side, and Voldemort is way scarier than Snape, so... Yeah. Yeah. Which is the whole thing with even, like, Peter, Pettigrew. It's like, a lot of times Peter's doing the math, and he's like, I just, I'm scared, I'm more scared of Voldemort than I am of anyone else. Mm -hmm. Regardless of what I want to do or what I don't want to do, like, the thing that wins out is that I do not want to go up against Voldemort. Yeah. So. Pretty much. Yeah. Um. Okay, so then, it was in, when Quirrell goes to the mirror, he, um, he says, I see the stone. I'm presenting it to my master. But where is it? And so that's, again, that's his ambition. Mm-hmm. And, like, if I get this to him, which is a lot of, which is, like, the the logic of a lot of the Death Eaters is, like, if I get, if I do this for him, then I'll be his favorite. I'll be his most, like, loyal and blah, blah, blah. It's like Bellatrix all the way, like. Yeah. Um, I mean, her, her desires would be a little extra, a little bit more than that, but. A little X-rated. A little extra. But. Even though she married, at the heart of it, it would man. Her husband's okay with it. He told he has to be. What else is he gonna He's do? He's fine with it. Like, <laughs> even if he wasn't, what's he gonna say? Exactly. Like, yeah. Um, <laughs> the fact that she's married always makes me like I always forget that. Yeah. Whatever. We'll talk about that later. Um. Okay. Um. Okay. So Harry is still trying to figure out what's going on with Snape. So he says, "But Snape always seems to hate me so much." Oh, he does," says Quirrell. Ca- said Quirrell casually. Heavens, yes. He was at Hogwarts with your father, didn't you know? It's like, of course he didn't know that, Quirrell. Who would have told him that Snape and James went to school together? Like, maybe well, Hagrid? Maybe Hagrid. That's about it. Dumbledore doesn't even really talk to Harry like that. Maybe McGonagall. Even McGonagall wouldn't. Because he doesn't even know about his dad's friends. Like, they know all about Sirius being his god. They know all that shit and, like, wouldn't... I don't think they would say anything. Yeah. Well, um, Quirrell's not the head of the house, right? Because... No. So he maybe thinks that like I don't know. No, they yeah. Yeah, just, I don't know. It's another one of those things where like like earlier in her mind like I tried to find out everything if I was if it were me. It's just certain things where it's just like I mean obviously Quirrell is the bad guy. You in don't moment. know what to so, ask. That and then also but that's what I'm saying and that's why I'm like know? obviously Quirrell is the bad guy in this moment. So his like being compassionate towards Harry's like situation <laughs> with his parents isn't probably the last thing on his mind because he's about to kill him. So obviously like I can't I'm. I'm scolding him for being rude, but he's literally trying to, like, kill Harry, so yeah. perspective, <laughs> priorities. But, yeah, so it was just, I'm just like, of course he didn't know. Yeah, they um, loathed each other, but he never wanted you dead. Which is, like, goes back to Snape, and it's like, I loathe a lot of people. I don't want them dead. But I also, the people that I loathe, I don't go out of my way. Like, we've talked about so much, like, I just don't do, I don't fuck with you. Mm-hmm. I don't deal with you. Not like, period. 
there are a, there are certain people where I'm like, you actually make me a bad person. Like, mm-hmm. I get petty about certain things that I would never be petty about. I wouldn't even care about. Like, I'm not a petty person. But my interactions with certain people, I go down to their level, and then all of a sudden I'm super petty, or I get, like, super bitchy. And then my only way of being, like, I need to save myself, I need to, like, reclaim who I am as a person is, like, I just don't deal with you anymore. Because any kind of interaction, positive or negative, is bad for me. Right. And that, I feel like, is how it is with the majority of people. Except Snape. I mean, no, but not everyone can, can, like, recognize that and then separate themselves from the situation. Except if you're a fucking 40-year-old man and you're dealing with an 11-year-old. That's true. You should be able to, but apparently he can't. Like. Yeah. You should at least be able to separate the 11-year-old from their own father who they don't even know. Yeah. Feels like a basic, like, life skill. Basic. (laughs) Like, tangent. A little bit of a tangent, but um, Aminata had a Kwanzaa presentation this week. It was so fucking cute. Oh my god. It was so adorable. But there was a little girl in Ami's class. He was like one of Ami's besties. And her older sister and the little girl have the same face. And I walked in and I was like, oh snap. Look how you grew. And then I turned around and I was like, oh no. That's not you. (laughs) Oh. Okay. There's two of you. But you're obviously older. Okay. And from that split second, I was able to be like, they're two different people. Right. Look at that. See how easy that was? Oh, you have the same face, but oh, you're obviously older. Can't see you obviously have your own personality and your own life experiences, even though you're like five or out. I don't know. I don't know how old kids are. (laughs) They're all like three, five, or 15. Like, I just don't know. I don't know how old kids are, but she was, you know... A child. Yeah. Not a toddler. Not a toddler. She was definitely, like, in elementary school, but, like, she didn't have any real, like, issues besides, you know, my mama made me PV and J, and I really wanted, like, tofu. I don't know. I don't know her life. (laughs) I don't know her life. I just know that, like, immediately I was like, oh, you're separate. You have the same face. You have the same family. You're similar in those ways. You look alike. Your parents are the same. Your siblings are the same. That's all you have in common until I get to meet you. Like, or get to know you. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is, as soon as, as soon as Snape realized, like, oh, he looks like James, but he's not James. That should also, have been the end you know for a fact that he's not James because he's a, he's a kid. And he also James is dead. And you know for a fact and that, like, your freaking James dead didn't... in the first place. Freaking. Yes. Ugh. And you also know for a fact that James didn't raise him, so he doesn't, like, any similarities he has with James is pure DNA. It's pure nature. Mm-hmm. It's not nurture. Like, he's not going home and talking to his dad about what an asshole you are because you had his dad killed. So. So. Calm the fuck down. Okay. Anyway. Um, okay. So Harry says, but I heard you a few days ago sobbing. I thought Snape was threatening you. Um, for the first time, a spasm of fear flitted across Crow's face. 
Um, sometimes I find it hard to follow my master's instructions. He's a great, he's a great wizard and I am, sorry, and I am weak. You mean he was there in the classroom with you? He's with me wherever I go. Um, then he goes on about like how he met him and there's no good and evil. Um, and so he says, when I failed to steal the stone from Gringotts, he was most displeased. He punished me, decided that he would keep a closer watch on me, which that has to be when, yeah, that's when he joined his, his head and they merged faces. Um. Or so like that was before. Yeah. So that was right after. So Harry, Harry had already met Coral. Yeah, and, and then right before, afterwards, yeah, uh, Voldemort decided to like merge with Coral. Yeah, but I will say that one thing though is like, um, this has like a very kind of religious tint to it. Like, I find it hard to follow my master's instructions. He is great, and I am weak. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of that reminds me of like. God is all powerful and we are born sinners and like he is omniscient and we are weak and we will fail. But we as long as we like divert to him. You know, like it just like yeah. gives me that kind of Well he calls himself Lord. He does call himself Lord, yeah. Even but I'm pretty sure. But it's I'm also like kind of funny because in one in certain instances, like England is more evangelical, but actually, overall, they're less religious than we are here. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that I don't know, like, how religious J.K. Joe is. I know that she's, like, got some, like, she's, like, alluded to some religion. Mm-hmm. But it's just really funny to me, like, on rereading that I never picked up on that before. Of, like, followers and, like, Lord yeah. and you know it's like more than just like being a leader and then right like your worship yeah mm-hmm. yeah um so Quarles like still he's like I don't understand is the stone inside the mirror should I break it um <laughs> and then Harry thinks what I want more than anything else in the world at this moment is to find the stone before Quirrell does so if I look in the mirror I should see myself finding it which means I'll see where it's hidden but how can I look without Quirrell realizing what I'm up to? Um, so he tries to, like, move over. Um, but the ropes around his ankles were too tight. He tripped and fell over. Quirrell ignored him. He was still talking to himself. Um, what does the mirror do? How does it work? Help me, master. And then Harry hears um, a voice that seems to be coming from Quirrell himself. Use the boy. Yes. Um, which Loki remind just this moment reminds me of like Gollum and Schmeagol. Yeah. In this moment, Harry's like thinking, is Quirrell talking to himself? Like, what's happening? Is he like um, putting on a different voice? Right. Like, like come on, bro. Like, I, didn't, I was not ready. You cray, bro. Like, I, I'm just realizing that you're crazy, but like, no, you like legit cray. Um. So then Quirrell turns around and he has um Harry come to him, um and then Harry breathed in when he like. Sh- Quirrell moves close to him, and Harry breathes in the funny smell that seemed to be coming from Quirrell's turban, which is just decay, and that's so gross. Yes. Like, ugh. Yeah. I mean, I low-key feel bad for Quirrell, for just he has to, like, have that smell around him at all times. But also, you're evil, and you brought that on yourself, so yeah. whatever. Um, so, so then Harry goes, and he stands in front of the stone. Um, he sees his reflection smile at him. It put its hand into its pocket and pulled out a blood-red stone. It winked and then put the stone back in its pocket, and as it did so, Harry felt something heavy drop into his real pocket. Somehow, magic! Um, <laughs> incredibly, he'd gotten the stone. Um, 
And so Coral asks, what did you see? Harry's like, I see myself shaking hands with Dumbledore. I've won the house cup for Gryffindor. Um, Coral's like, get out of the way. But then Voldemort's like, he lies. He lies. Because he's a skilled... Occlement. Occlement. Legilimens. Um, yeah. He, you know, he reads minds low-key on the low. Um, and so then... Uh, Quirrell has, like, come back here, and then Voldemort's like, let me speak to him face-to-face. Master, you're not strong enough. I have strength enough. For this. Um, my whole thing is, like, he's already talking, so he's not strong enough to just look at Harry Potter in the face. Like, okay, whatever. Um, so, Quirrell takes off his turban, and then another twist happens. Bum, bum, bum! (laughs) Harry would have screamed, but he couldn't make a sound. Where there should have where there should have been a back to Quirrell's head, there was a face, the most the most terrible face Harry had ever seen. It was chalk white and glaring with gri- with glaring red eyes and slits for nostrils like a snake. Harry Potter. It whispered. Um, then he's like talking. See what I have become? Mere shadow and vapor. I have form only what I can share another's body. But there have always been those unwilling to let me into their hearts and minds. Unicorn blood has strengthened me. Okay, why are you whispering? <laughs> That's how he talks in the movie. I know, but but we're like recording a podcast. Um, basically, the elixir of life. Okay, basically, he just villains playing some more. Um, and then he says, "Now, why don't you give me that stone in your pocket? Why don't you um, give me that stone in your pocket?" Okay. Anyway, um, Harry stumbles backwards. Don't be a fool. Better save your own life and join me, or you'll meet the same end as your parents. They died begging me for mercy. Liar! <laughs> um, Harry loves to yell in all caps. He loves to shout suddenly, too. It's like, yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. There's no build-up to he it. He's just even, like, hey! He just, he couldn't control it. It just came out, and then he was like, hmm. Don't you dare talk about my parents! Yeah, pretty much. Don't you dare talk about Sirius! <laughs> I'm gonna find him, and when I do, I I'm gonna kill him! Kill him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Sorry. Quarrel was walking backwards at so at this point, Voldemort is like in control of the body, which is also it's just also a weird visual, like Quirrell walking backwards and like Voldemort's like using the body to walk. That anyway, it doesn't matter. It's just a weird visual. How touching! Um, I always value bravery. Yes, boy. Your parents were brave. Robin, I don't. Okay, anyway, I killed your father first when you put up a courageous fight, but your mother needn't have died. Let's talk about that. In three years or so. Unless you want not to have died in vain. Um. Okay, anyway. Never! Um, <laughs> and then Voldemort. Seize him! <laughs> um, and so Harry feels Quirrell's hand close, close on his wrist. At once, a needle-sharp pain seared across Harry's scar. Hashtag Horcrux. Um, his head, his head felt as though it, were about, it was about to split in two. Um, so but Quirrell lets go of him. Because his hands are blistering before his eyes. Um, basically, he can't hold him. Side note. He never says, what is this magic? I looked, Aww, and I looked, yeah. and I looked. What so, is this magic? I'm going to say it right now. Yeah. What is this magic? Yeah. <laughs> it's actually, like, the best line. Of the best magic. line. Okay. Um. So then, Harry, being smart... He reaches up and grabs Quirrell's face as he's about to um, perform a deadly curse. Um, 
So Coral rolls off of him. His face blistering too. Master, I cannot hold in my hands. My hands. Oh, that's. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Um. Okay. And then um, Harry jumps to his feet, catches Coral by the arm, and hangs on as tight as he could. Coral screamed and tried to throw Harry off. The pain in Harry's head was building. He couldn't see. He could only hear Quirrell's terrible shrieks and Voldemort's yells of kill him, kill him, and other voices, maybe in Harry's own head, crying, Harry, Harry. That's Dumbledore, by the way, if you didn't know. It, you know, you're welcome. Um, he felt Quirrell's arm wrenched from his grasp, knew all was lost, and fell into blackness. Down, down, down. Um, the writing is so good. It is. It also happened much quicker than I, quicker, quickly, whatever, than I remember. Mm-hmm. Because um, we still have, like, a bunch left in the chapter. And, and it's all the like, aftermath and the mm-hmm. explanation and then the banquet. World Cup. And, I mean, World Cup. Was it House Cup? Yeah. Um, so something gold was glinting just above him. The snitch. He tried to catch it, but his arms were too heavy. Boy. This, it wasn't a snitch at all. It was a pair of glasses. How strange. He blinked again. The smiling face of Albus Dormbador swam into view above him. Good afternoon, Harry. And now there's Hera explaining. Yep. Um... So then Harry remembers says, Sir, the stone, it was Pearl, he's got the stone, sir, quick. He's like, calm yourself, dear boy. You're a little behind on the times. Hey. Yeah. You've been out for a while. Yeah. Quirrell does not have the stone the stone. Then who does, sir, I please relax, or Madame Pomfrey will have me thrown out. Madame Pomfrey is a beast. She don't give a fuck about Dumbledore and what like, he wants. Your headmaster, um, this is my hospital wing, so So I'm gonna need you. You have to get, no jurisdiction here, sir. Get out. Um but, so then Harry looks around, he sees he has all, like, he has all these gifts and stuff, and Dumbledore says, what happened down in the dungeons between you and Professor Quirrell is a complete secret. So, naturally, the whole school, school knows, which I love. I believe your friends, Mr. Fred and George Weasley, are responsible for trying to send you a toilet seat. Oh, <laughs> I love them. You're so cute. Um, no doubt they thought it would amuse you. Madame Pomfrey, however, felt it might not be very hygienic and confiscated it. Um, Madame Pomfrey don't give no fucks. Nope, not at all. Um, so then we find Madame Pomfrey might be black. She probably is. She is like Dr. Bailey on Grey's Anatomy. That is who Madame Pomfrey is, head cannon. (laughs) She got that look like, bitch, I wish you would try to bring a toilet seat up here in my hospital wing. It's true. Um, everything is amazing, guys. Everything is, I'm just, I'm done. Okay, I'll, I'll continue. I am, I am whelmed the fuck over. So Harry finds out that he um, has been in the hospital waiting for three days. Um, and so, but Harry, like, doesn't really care about that. He's like, I need to know about the stone. Um, so Dumbledore explains that he arrived in time to prevent to prevent Quirrell from um, taking the stone, although you were doing very well on your own, I must say. Also, side note, Harry didn't kill him. Yep. So, I mean, he died, but Harry didn't kill him. He didn't crumble into stone, like, because Harry's... Has like, I mean, Harry was about to kill him. Um, I think he was just burning him. But you know, you can die from getting burned, that you can be burned. I know that, but I'm saying, like, Harry's a small person, so he could, like, he burn his hand, he's not gonna die from a burnt wrist. That's all Harry was holding. I know, I know, I know. Voldemort killed him, and and Harry wouldn't have been able to hold on much longer. Yeah, he already blacked blacked out, yeah, which was like Horcrux fighting Voldemort. And like, well, couldn't yeah, it was more like it. he didn't want Voldemort to die. Like, the workers was trying to stop. It's like on Vold- it was on Voldemort's side. So like yeah, Harry's fighting against himself, and then also like trying to fight Quirrell and mm-hmm. Um, okay. 
So, <clears throat> no sooner, uh, Dumbledore explains, no sooner had I reached London than it became clear to me that the place I should be was the one, whoo, excuse me, I had just left. No shit, Sherlock. Uh, right. <laughs> so, um, Harry was saying, I feared I might, or no, Dumbledore says, I feared I might be too late. Um, you nearly were. I couldn't have kept him off the stone much longer. Not the stone boy, you. The effort involved nearly killed you. Um, but the stone has been destroyed. Um, Why did they do that from the jump? Yeah, pretty much. As soon as they found out someone was about to be, like, trying to come after it. It's like, it's not necessary. It's not you six hundred years old, bro. Is you, it that worth? Is it really worth it? Need to? Did we have to go through all this nonsense for them you to destroy it? And then uh, Harry um, destroyed, but your friend Nicholas Flamel. Oh, you know about Nicholas? Uh, said Dumbledore, sounding quite delighted because he's an enabler. Show um, did. You Show did now. do the thing properly, didn't you? And I'm like, and I'm like, I guess there's, I, I guess there's practical education in him learning about Nicholas Flamel and all that stuff. But still, he's eleven. That's dangerous. Um. <laughs> So then they, he, Dumbledore explains that the Flamels will be good. They're going to die, but they'll be fine. Um, they have time to says, get their affairs in order. Mm-hmm, he says, to one, as young, to one as young as you, I'm, so, I'm sure it seems incredible, but to Nicholas and Paranel, it really is like going to bed after a very, very long day. Um, I'm really sorry, but that reminded me of when, they're in the, when Harry's in the Forbidden Forest. And he asks if dying hurts, and Sirius says that it's quicker and easier than falling asleep. Oh, why are you like I, this? I don't know. I can't help it. Fix yourself. I can't. Okay, uh, and then even better though, we'll just go right to the next part where he says, "We can't because yes, my heart is broken." No, because to the well-organized mind, death is but the next great adventure. So things are happy again. Um. Ooh. So then Harry says, uh, Dumbledore says, you know, the stone was really not a wonderful thing. As much like as much money and life as you could want. The two things most human beings would choose above all. The trouble is humans do have a knack for choosing precisely those things that are the worst for them. And I'm like, yeah. Choose. Sometimes I'm looking at my notes and I'm like, what did I say? What am I saying? I don't know because I wasn't there. I said, um, basically Dumbledore is like, ridiculously smart and... Sir, I've been thinking, even if the stone's gone bull, I mean, you know who, call him Voldemort, Harry. Fear of a name increases fear of the thing itself. Yes, sir. Well, Voldemort's gonna try other ways of coming back, isn't he? I mean, he hasn't gone, has he? Um, he's like, no, he hasn't. I mean, he's still out there somewhere. He left Quirrell to die, so that was not Harry. And he wasn't, he's not truly alive, so he can't be killed. Mm -hmm. Um... So he's just kind of like in the he's in the he's in between. The in-between. He's, oh, he's an in between. DJ Older, can you write that fanfic though? DJ. Oh, uh, at DJ Older, Daniel Jose Older. <laughs> Y'all know who I'm talking about. Can you write that fanfic though, please? Please. Voldemort as in betweener. Please. <laughs> please. Sorry. I'm just imagining it now. It's really funny. Okay. Anyway. Um, so Harry says, um, sir, there's, there are some things, some other things I'd like to know, if you can tell me, things I want to know the truth about. The truth, Dumbledore sighed, is it is a beautiful and terrible thing, and should therefore be treated with great caution. However, I shall answer your questions, unless I have very good reason not to, in which case, I beg you forgive me. I shall not, of course, lie. You had a whole ass paragraph just saying, like, you can ask me these questions, I may or may not tell you the truth. Dumbledore, he just likes to hear himself talk low-key, which is fine, because he's really smart, so but he it's just so says goddamn things. poetic. That's what I'm saying. So it's, like, okay, but also, that the was truth. a lot. 
It is a beautiful and terrible thing. <laughs> just let me just say it. And like, should therefore be treated with great freestyle caution. Freestyle real quick. An ode to the truth. <laughs> Fucking beautiful, man. Um, You're dead inside. No, I'm kidding. I don't so, know. Sorry. Of course, the first question, which is like pretty logical. Voldemort said he only killed my mother because she tried to stop him from killing me, which I just remembered. He didn't really, I just, I just realized, which we might, we may have said it earlier, but like this whole time Harry knows that like Voldemort couldn't kill him, but it wasn't, Harry never knew or never realized that Voldemort was coming specifically for him until this moment. But most people don't know that because remember the way that Hagrid tells them, he's like, why would he try to kill a baby? I guess just because he liked killing Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so he did talk about it. So it's like, it's not, nobody realizes that he's like literally after Harry, just like, oh, he's after he thought the Potters, the they, Potters everyone thought the Potters were too influential and too, like... They're fighting against, you know, they're in the yeah. order and it's like, they just gotta go. Yeah. Um, okay. So he says, but why would he want to kill me in the first place? Which is a great question, Harry. Dumbledore should tell you. Let's see what Dumbledore's answer is. Maybe he'll let you know. Yeah, he's gonna he's just lay it out. Like, okay, so let's lay it all out what right now. Say? What does he say? What does he say? He's um, like, um, cause you gotta, you he, know... He's, yeah, well, we'll see. Well, no, no, don't, don't. Oh. We're going to read what he says. He's going to explain... He explains the whole thing. ...everything right now. Yep. Um, alas, the first thing you ask me, I cannot tell you. Well, big. Bro, you do realize that this is, like, the whole reason why Sirius dies? You just killed Sirius, Dumbledore! What's wrong Again. with you? What's wrong with you? Everybody killing Sirius. Everybody's killing Sirius. Everybody in this book that has a hand in killing Sirius, you benched. All of you. Benched. Hate you. Dumbledore, Snape, Pettigrew, Voldemort, obviously. I mean, and like Bellatrix, who like actually literally killed him, but still, hate you all. Um, I actually don't hate Bellatrix. Me neither. Neither do I. be cray. We'll get to Bellatrix too. Um, Bitches be cray. She just is who she is. Mm -hmm. Um, So. He says, um, you will know one day. Put it from your mind for now, Harry. When you are older, I know you hate to hear this. When you are ready, you will know. Um, but why couldn't Quirrell touch me? Your mother died to save you. If there is one thing Voldemort cannot understand, it is love. He didn't realize that love as powerful as your mother's for you leaves its own mark. Not a scar, no visible sign. To have been loved so deeply, even though the person who loved us is gone, will give us some protection forever. Um, it is in your very skin. That is... And you were like, why can't you just say? Because when he, when well, he, that's different. When he words it the way that he words it, poetry. It's not the same as can I poetry. ask you a question? I'm gonna give you a whole paragraph saying yes. This is totally different. It is beautiful and a terrible thing, and should therefore be treated with great caution. To have been loved so deeply, even though the person who loved us is gone, will give you some protection forever. It is in your very skin. Poetry. It the is. man is spitting hot fire. He is. Dumbledore, Dumbledore bars. Hashtag Dumbledore bars. <laughs> yeah. Spitting eight bars of hot fire. And you're like, why can't you just get to the point? Because the point is the poetry. Uh, you've been around my job too much. I really have. Dude, Life is living. No, the point is the poetry was pretty much the, that was the, the point is not the point. The point is the poetry. That's we say that all the time. Really? I never Literally. heard of Have you been to the slam? You ever been to the slam? Okay, anyway, this is not the time to talk about that, but you literally... Maybe I just, I've just, like, inhaled all of it. Yeah, just, like, by osmosis. Okay. Quarrel, full of hatred, greed, and ambition, sharing the soul of Voldemort, could not touch you for this reason. 
It was agony to touch a person marked by something so good. Um, so Harry basically, basically like brushed off the haters, like literally. He literally, when you feel him like a pimp, go and dust your shoulders off. Haters gonna hate. And Pimp Daddy Harry just brushed his shoulders off and was like, you just gonna have to deal with these burns. Pimp Daddy Harry, I can't. Okay. I'm just, I'm um, just telling Dumbledore the truth. now became very interested in a bird out on the windowsill, which gave Harry time to dry his eyes on the sheet. Because poetry. Yeah. Also, because his parent, his mother loves him. Okay. It's just a basic, basic part of that. My mother loves me. I know, but... But it don't bring me to tears like and, that. And, like, he didn't know his mom. He didn't realize his mother died to save him. She, He just thought that she got killed. And then... You know what I mean? And there's he was a just a bystander. Yeah. He's learning all these things. Yeah. There's, like, new... That's the thing. There's, there's nuance to finding out. Like, you can find out, okay, my parents were killed by this psycho. Um... And then, and then they tried to kill me, but finding that they died, died for me, you. That's, those are two different things. Um, Which is also a part of Harry's whole, you guys can turn back now. I never, right. I never wanted anyone else to die for me. Aww. So I just pulled a Bayana. So many endings. And I'm going to have to like put myself to bed. All right. So um, then Harry asks, and the invisibility cloak, do you know who sent it to me? Um, your father happened to leave it in my possession, and I thought you might like it. Useful things. Your father used it mainly for sneaking off to the kitchens to steal food when he was here. Steal food. Um, Why are we perpetrating that one? Yeah, you're definitely not stealing food. Um, but, again, the thing is, is Dumbledore definitely gave it to him to enable him to, like, get the stone. Like, as, as ridiculous as We'll get is, to that in a page, and I have a lot of feelings okay, okay. about so, where we're going So, um, and there's something else. Fire away. Quirrell said Snape. Professor Snape, Harry. You know what Nah. Is? Yes, Snape. him. Wait, no, he said, yes, him. And then he went straight to his question. But that reminds me of one of my favorite um, lines from Harry in Half-Blood Prince when he, like, says... Uh, when when Snape asks, Yeah, no, no, he's, he's asked Snape, or he says something to Snape, and Snape is like, uh, or he says, yes. And, he, and Snape's like, yes, sir. There's no need to call me, sir, Professor. <laughs> Harry is so, like... Quick, but I'm sorry. That's that's not even what happened in this moment, but it just made me very happy. Because Harry got all the shade. All the shade. Um, so he says, Quirrell said he hates me because he hated my father. Is that true? Well, they did rather detest each other, not unlike yourself and Mr. Malfoy. And then your father did something Snape could never forgive. What? He saved his life. Hashtag, can we just get a Marauders, Marauders musical, Marauders book series, whatever again, so we can let's, actually read this. I would really love to. Let's just really um, go into this. Um... Wait, 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 wait. Because, Professor, no, no, no. Can wait. I just, I just need a moment. I just need a moment. Professor Snape couldn't bear being in your father's debt. I However, was literally on my, I'm, I'm, I was going to read through that and then talk about it. No. You're gun jumping. I'm no, fine. No, stop. He saved his life. He saved, um, so what did Snape do that his father could never forget? We he saved this. his life. What? Yes. Funny the way people's minds work, isn't it? Professor Snape couldn't bear being in your father's debt. I do believe he worked so hard to protect you this year because he felt that would make him and your father even. Then he could go back to hating your father's memory in peace. Okay, now go ahead. Everybody read this book before. They don't know it works. Okay, word. okay, 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 okay. Jeez, Robin. I but man. Snape doesn't ever really think of it as James saved his life. He no. thinks of it as James did the right thing after James got him or put his life in danger in the first place and tried to backtrack. So therefore, in a very fucked up way, Snape is still doing this in like some ode to Lily. Oh no, no, it's all totally that. 
No, no, no. I, that's what I was like. Dumbledore. I mean, all of what Dumbledore is saying is true, but it's it's not. It's not, not telling, motivation. But he's not telling the truth. Like, yes, James saved his life, and like, and I'm pretty sure that's about it. Maybe Snape felt some kind of he needed to pay some kind of debt back to James, but I'm pretty sure James was on the last was the last thing on his mind when he saw Harry dangling off that broomstick about to die. Like, he definitely was thinking, like, oh, shit, I can't let Lily's son, like, die, get killed. Like, I'm pretty sure. And I think, like, Snape goes out of his way to prove that time and time again, where he, like, he even says to Harry, like, because Harry's like, my father saved your life. And he's like, no, he, your father tried to kill me and then changed his mind at the last minute. Like, Snape has fully reconciled his relationship with James. Oh, yeah. No in a shitty of, way, but like he is like James. He's very clear on how he feels about him, and filling in debt is like not, not a part of it. All. Um. Okay, and then Harry. One more thing. He's he just has so many questions. He says, "How did I get the stone out of the mirror?" Um. It was one of my many more brilliant. I. I'm oh, sorry. It was one of my more brilliant ideas. And between you and me, that's saying something. Um. You see, the only one who wanted to find the stone, find it, but not use it, would be able to get it. Otherwise. They just see themselves making gold or drinking elixir of life. Um, my brain surprises even me sometimes. Um, That's then, just bullshit. <laughs> I'm That's sure it does. Dumb... No, I'm sure it does. Because I know sometimes, like, I don't know if you ever had these moments when you're writing or when you just have, like, a really good idea that you're just like, really? Look at me. Like, you just want to, like, pat yourself on the back sometimes. I'm sure it's sometimes, like... No, I'm not, I'm not discounting that feeling of, like, my brain surprises me even sometimes it's... One of my more brilliant ideas. No, it wasn't. It was a dumb idea. It was a very dumb idea. Mm-mm. Why? Because if Nicholas goes to get the stone, well, yeah, he wants he to would, find it, but he's going Nicholas, to use it. I don't think Nicholas would go get the stone. I think Dumbledore would just go get it and give it to him. Why would Nicholas Mel actually have to come to Hogwarts to get it? There is no reason for him to have to do that. Okay. Um, you say so. And then Dumbledore goes, dives into Bert's every flavored beans and gets earwax. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'll be safe with a nice toffee, don't you? Alas, earwax. That's one of my favorite lines. It's so random. And I love and I wrote, that I made it to the movie. Like. Bruh. <laughs> Which means I've been in Oakland way too long. But also, I hang out with you way too much. But also, bruh. bruh. <laughs> um, okay. So then we skip some more. He says, um, Madam Pomfrey, the nurse, was a nice woman, but very strict. Because she black, yo. Um, so basically, Harry is trying to, like, um, convince her to let Harry and, uh, I mean, Hermione and Ron in. But Professor um, Bailey, I mean, Madam Pomfrey, ain't having it. Pretty much. Um, okay, so they go, and um, i trying to think. Okay, so, oh, Harry, we were sure you were going to, Dumbledore was so worried. The whole school's talking about it, said Ron. What really happened? And it was one of those rare occasions when the true story is even more strange and exciting than the wild rumors. Can um, we skip all of this and go to that paragraph that we need to talk about? <clears throat> yeah, sure. I was saying, like, basically Harry tells him tells them the story about where Flamel's gone, like, um, about the stone being gone, like, Flamel's gonna die. Um, and then Harry lets him know that Dumbledore gave them the cloak, and Ron says, do you think he meant you to do it, sending you your father's cloak and everything? Well, Hermione exploded. If he did, I mean to say, that's terrible. You could have been killed. Seriously. No, it isn't, Harry said thoughtfully. He's a funny man, Dumbledore. 
I think he sort of wanted to give me a chance. I think he knows more or less everything that goes on here, you know? I reckon he had a pretty good idea what we were going to try, and instead of stopping us, he just taught us enough to help. Which is why 11-year-olds could break that hole. You think anything is more safe than Hogwarts? Mm-hmm. It is when you, like, make it so that 11-year-olds can break shit. That, and then also, like, this is also the the start of, like, that relationship between Harry and Dumbledore, where Harry just, like, blindly trusts Dumbledore. Yeah. He's like, okay, if Dumbledore says it's cool, it's then cool. it's cool. And, um, which he, is, like, part of, like, why, like, that Duffy Hollows when it starts to complicate that, like, is it really cool? Mm-hmm. Like, the, you don't actually, like, the fact that he doesn't put any thought into, like, what Dumbledore is enabling him, or even, like, directly instructing him to do. And there are these little steps along the way, like, there's, um, the diary of Tom Riddle, and then there's the Half-Blood Prince book, and it's like, okay, Harry, like, how many times do you need to know, like, not to blindly trust something something that you don't have the whole story about? Mm -hmm. And then they, like, bring it, and then she brings it full circle with Dumbledore, which is like, yeah, this is a person that you know, but you do you know him? You don't. Do you know the whole story about him? Like, how much of your relationship is one-sided? Yeah. God, yeah. she's, go- she's brilliant. <laughs> These um, books, man. Oh, no. And Hermione is black. Madame Pomfrey is, is Dr. Bailey. And, like... Um, okay, so Harry... Madame when- Pence just wants to get all up in Snape. It's just, like, so much stuff, you know? Yeah. It's, like, a lot to take um, in today. Okay, real quick. So Ron is like, you got to be up for the end of, you got to be ready for the end of the year feast tomorrow. The points are all in and Slytherin won, of course. You missed the last Quidditch match. We were steamrolled by Ravenclaw without you. I'm really trying to figure out what this schedule is. Like what? No, not really because um, Ravenclaw, but Slytherin won. But Ravenclaw beat Gryffindor. That's cool. Okay. But that's not what I was going to talk about anyway. So yeah, whoop whoop. Uh, whoop, whoop. Thing, so what is their, I'm like, they had their last Quidditch match after exams. Like what is their schedule? The Quidditch schedule? Yeah, it's weird. It's like one, one match. No, no, no. I get, I know, but I'm quarter? saying like in later, in later things, it's not after exams. It's like you know, you spring. I don't know. It was just like plot. weird. Yeah, plot. I guess. I'm like, it was. They've already like the school year is pretty much over before they go after the stone. So then they also play. Quidditch. Yeah, they finished the exams, but I don't think everyone was done like exams. Yeah, which I'm like, so but but Quidditch is not usually. Sports are done, like, before, before exams. Because you need to... Study. Study. Like, why are you practicing? But that's actually also not really true because of, like, March Madness, and it's, like, a whole thing that, like, these kids are supposed to go on this month-long tournament. Meanwhile, like, we're taking midterms. Mm, that's true. Um, so, yeah. Teachers don't... They don't give a fuck. It's not teachers. It's, like, sports yeah. people who are, like, we're making money. Both we don't them, give a fuck. Neither of them give any yeah. of those. No um, fucks are given. Um, I, I don't really understand, but I think also, like, this is the first book, and then the Quidditch is more hammered out in future books. Yeah, I mean, of course. And there's, like, some moments in this where it just is, like, really clear that it's still not totally, like, solidified. Yeah. Um, so the consistencies are a little... Off. Off. Um, yeah. Um, okay. So the next day, um, Harry asks, like, begs Madame Pomfrey to go to the feast. Um, she says, Professor Dumbledore says you are to be allowed to go. Um, even though, like, she doesn't agree. Um, and then he has another visitor, and it's Hagrid. And Hagrid comes in and bursts into tears. It's all my ready fault. Hell yeah, it is. Yep, pretty much. Yup. He says, I told the evil git how to get past Fluffy. I told him. 
It was the only thing he didn't know, and I told him, you could have died all for a dragon egg. I'll never drink again. I should be chucked out and made a liver as a muggle. Yep. Pretty, I mean, okay, maybe not the last part, but, like, all this stuff, he could have come to that conclusion. Even without knowing about how he'll be get past Fluffy, there's still other things that he did. He, he could have came to that conclusion that after they got in trouble, detention, for getting Fluffy out of the castle. Not Fluffy. I mean, Norbert. Norbert. But yeah, anyway. For the dragon egg. And then Hagrid, and then, and then Harry's shocked to see that Hagrid's shaking with grief. And so he, like, comforts him. Um, and then he says, this is Voldemort we're talking about. He had to find a way, even if you hadn't told him. You could have died. And yep. don't say that name. Voldemort! <laughs> Harry bellows. <laughs> he says, I've met him, and I've called, I'm calling him by his name. Please cheer up, Hagrid. We saved the stone. It's gone. He can't use it. Have a chocolate frog. I've got loads. Um... And then Hagrid gives him a present, which is like this. This just pretty much redeems Hagrid. Um, so he said first he says Dumbledore gave me the day off yesterday to fix it. Of course he should have sat to me instead. Anyway, I've got you this. He, it was a handsome leather covered book full of wizard photographs, smiling and waving at him from every page were his mother and father. Sent owls all off. All uh, sorry. Sent owls off to all your friends, your parents' old school friends. Asking for photos. Knew you didn't have any. Do you like it? Um, just want to slide in. Hashtag tears for Remix. And shout out to all of the Potter's friends. Why do you do this to me? I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about cute little one-year-old Hagrid Harry zooming around as a little bro. That's not, that's not in that picture. I know, but I still okay. like think about it anyway. Seriously. Okay. He goes to the end of the year feast. Um, the Great Hall is decorated all in Slytherin stuff, banners. Green and silver. silver We're going to talk about this because in this, in the book on, uh, in, on December 26th, as we're live tweeting, house colors become a thing. Um, we can just talk about it in the next podcast if we want to talk about it on 26th because. Well, we're live tweeting and then we're podcasting it, so we'll talk about it. Well, it's coming up. Whatever. Anyway. I have feelings. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know what you did, but okay. Oh, I just changed shit to change shit for no reason. Something that trivial? What was the point? Why? Houseway. Okay, we're gonna talk about this later. Houseway. We're gonna talk about it later. Um so Dumbledore, another year gone, and I must trouble you all with an old man's wheezing waffle before we sink our teeth into this delicious feast. What a year it has been. Hopefully your heads are all a little fuller than they were. You have the whole summer ahead of them to get nice and empty before next year starts. Now, as I understand it, the house cup here needs a warning, and the points stand thus. In fourth place, Gryffindor, with 312 points. In third place, Hufflepuff, with 352. Ravenclaw has 426, and Slytherin, 472. Um, Yes, yes, well done, Slytherin. However, recent events must be taken into account. So can we just talk about how Dumbledore is hella trolling because... This these recent events happened days ago. He could have easily given them points, like not in front of everyone. <laughs> he could have just given them the points, moved on with his life. But but he was like You're failing to take into account that Dumbledore does what the fuck he wants. He does. He's and he's also a Gryffindor stand. Yeah. Um, and a Harry stand. Yeah. So he pretty much just wanted to do He wanted to troll. Mm-hmm. Troll is gonna troll. Dumble gonna double. <laughs> Dumble's gonna double. Um so, first to Mr. Ronald Weasley. For the best played game of chess Hogwarts has seen in many years, I roared Gryffindor House 50 points. Um, I wanted to talk about that. I feel like 
while I really love like the like ha- um Ron getting his moment, um, I feel like him getting fifty points for playing wizard chess very well, as opposed to it like in terms of like as far as reasonings go, it sounds like what dumb. It sounds dumb versus it being like being firm. loyal and keeping cool and being strategic right. and under pressure and, like, and helping to save the world from. Voldemort, like, you know, the best game of Wizard Chess, somebody's like, bro, I could beat him. I'm in. <laughs> put us to the, get a board for I'm us volunteer. right now. A volunteer. Right. A volunteer's <laughs> tribute. Exactly. Um, even though Ron would still probably beat them, but still. Um, second to Miss Hermione Granger for use of cool logic in the face of fire, which is not, um, that's not metaphorical. That was literal. So shout out but to But it was that. also metaphorical. It was also, that's what I'm saying. Because shout out to you, Dumbledore. He's a poet. Mm-hmm. Um, I award Gryffindor House 50 points. Um, huh. Hermione buried her face in her arms. Harry strongly suspected she had burst into tears. Um, so cute and black! Um, third to Mr. Harry Potter. Um, for pure nerve and outstanding courage, I award Gryffindor House 60 points. Um, the din was deafening. Gryffindor and Slytherin are tied. Um, if only Dumbledore had given Harry just one more point. Um, Dumbledore raises his hand, and the groom the room gradually fill, uh, falls silent. There are all kinds of courage. It takes a great deal of bravery to stand up to our enemies, but it's just as much to stand up to our friends. I therefore award ten points to Mister Neville Longbottom. You couldn't award him fifty points though. That's what I'm saying. But I mean, he didn't like save the world from Voldemort. So I kind of get it. But still. But he also, like... Yes. And he, and he, like, went out... Like, he got into that fucked up detention because he tried to, like, help him out. Okay, but you're going back further. Just, but he's, he's not talking that far. He knows, but he's not going back All that right. far. He's, but he's no uh, motherfucking long bottom. He is. He is. Um, Recognize. <laughs> Get a man 25 points, then. Um... Even still, I'm sure Neville's chilling because he had never won so much as a point for Gryffindor before. Which I find bullshit. Like... I don't. In Herbology, he didn't get a point? For just being, like, a badass? Well, I don't think he's quite in there. There yet? Yeah, I think, like, I think that... This, he, did I think well this in the exam. Year, he did well in the exam, but I don't think he was up to the point where he was, like, I, confident enough to be, like... This year really boosts his confidence for years yeah, to come. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. Um, so that but he means, also never motherfucking long bottom, yes. though. He says, which means we need a little change of decoration. I'm like, as much as I don't mess with Slytherin, like, in the book, <laughs> like, that was, that was cold. that's cold. This is really rude. Like, it's hella rude. It's really rude. You really, that's the thing. Like, you really could have done that earlier and, like, in private and they would have seen that there were, like, 160 or no. 170 more points for Gryffindor before getting to the feast, and you just come there, and there's the great. But you really have to be like, we're gonna just, let's just change the. But I also think that was a cool, like, aside to uh, Snape, like, get your shit together, Snape. Get it together. Wait, why? What did Snape do? Other than, just, like, just being yourself? generally, like, no, I don't think the that was. Fuck. I and I feel like was. Dumbledore is like, I can't, like, I reprimand was... you for this, but, like, I want you to know that you're being, like, petty. Like, petty. Like, I feel like I should give... Done an, I, mean, I feel like I should give things, Snape my Twitter name. But... You're being petty, Skylar, right now. Okay. Real petty. I don't think it had anything to do with Snape. I think he was... Because just... then it goes to, like, Snape 
was shaking Professor McGonagall's hand with a horrible force. Well, yeah, smile. because well, of course he is. He just lost the House Cup. He just was humiliated. Yeah, he, did. he, they're both. The reason he goes, it goes to Snape is because he's the head of Slytherin House, not because he's just get Snape. your shit together. If you weren't being such a douchebag, okay. As much as I agree with you in context of what's happening, get your shit together. Is what I'm saying. Sense. Okay, so um. You act like I'm the crazy one, but I'm so not. So anyway, it seemed as though life would go back to normal next year. You wish, basically. What is normal? <laughs> this is your first year, so mm-hmm. you, this sets he up said, what as normal, normal is. as it ever was at Hogwarts. And that's what I'm saying. Like, his normal at Hogwarts is not the regular normal Hogwarts, because every year there's some shit going down for him. And I just, like... Actually, I think Half-Blood Prince is probably the most normal it, it was. Yeah. Except, like, they also have to deal with the fact that, like, Voldemort was out and open in, like, regular life. Yeah. But I think, like, I keep thinking about, like, who I would be at Hogwarts, and, like, I would just be, like, going to class and, like, getting stuck on transformation, or transfiguration, like, having, like, after school, like, studies with, like, you know, McGonagall, and, like, you know, hanging out with the BSU, and, like, being, like, hey, y'all, like, did you see Blaze and that, like, that short sleeve, you know how his his muscles were doing that thing, that thing, and those short sleeves, y'all? And, like, just, like, living my best life and trying to be my best self. And Harry is over here fighting trolls and shit. And I'm like, I ain't got time for that. I'm sure. Um, I lost what I was going to say. I'm sorry. Something about transfiguration. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it was really random. What's transfiguration in my head is, like, analogous to, like, math to me. (laughs) You're just, like, it's a difficult thing. And charms is, like, science. I didn't do all well mm, No, that. potions. Potions is science. Potions is definitely science. Charms is like English. Oh, then I would <laughs> excel at charms. Yeah. Um, okay. So, then it says, um, Harry had, then it skips. Harry had almost forgotten that exam results were still to come, but come they did. To their great surprise, both he and Ron passed with good marks. Did they think they were going to fail? Like, damn, that's... You need some, you need to be studying. Well, Harry was really, like, worried about, like, Voldemort coming to get him at that time, and then I think that Ron, just in general, doesn't have much confidence in himself. But I'm saying, like, they thought they were gonna, like, fail, fail, like, before they were gonna flunk. That's, that's even... No, I just think, like, having good marks as opposed to, like, average C's. Nah, I guess. Um, Hermione, of course, is the best grades um, of first year. Even Neville scraped through his good harpology mark, mark, uh, making up for his abysmal potions one. They had hoped that Goyle, who was almost as stupid as he was mean, might be thrown out, but he had passed too. It was a shame, but as Ron said, you couldn't have everything in life. Um, and suddenly their wardrobes were empty, their trunks were packed. Neville's toad was found lurking in the corner in the corner of the toilets. I'm like, what is Trevor up to, man? Adventures of Trevor the Toad. We really need that. Um, I think, like, Trevor is just, like... I mean, I think we kind of said it, like, he just is like, I'm gonna, I'm doing me until I know that I need to hitch a ride. Yeah. Or, like... Or not. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna just do me. Just do me. That's real. Um, okay, so they board, um, Hogwarts Express and pull into Platform 9 and 3 quarters at King's Cross Station. Um, it took a while for them all to get on the platform, uh, because they had to, like, leave in twos and threes so they would attract attention. That must suck. Um, and then, Ron, you must come and stay with this summer, both of you. I'll send you an owl. Um, um, I just 
want to like shout out that he just like knows this is okay like I used to do that with my friends all the time like oh you should just come over and they're like oh do you have to ask your mom I'm like nah that was not my life that's not my oh well because in my life like oh mom can I go there no but they could come over Mm. which I found out afterwards was my mom's way of being controlling and making sure that I didn't go to anyone else's house because she didn't trust folk but that makes sense though it does make sense but yeah I was I would always like oh you want to spend the night yeah okay mom so and so spending the night tonight well, that's for some people. For certain people, like my, um, like my best friend, like Coco, um, and like with Obasi and Akira, they had certain their certain friends we'd be like, so so we we would ask like, can can such and such spend the night? And they'd be my mom, my dad, my my, or my parents would just look at us and be like, duh, like they can just come whenever <laughs> they want. Like why are you even asking me? So there's like certain people who were like that, but not just like any old person. Yeah, it was any old person for me. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. They go into the, they move into the muggle world. Some of the kids are like, bye, Harry. See you, Potter. Still famous, said Ron, grinning at him. Not where I'm going, I promise you, said Harry. Um, they go through the gateway together. There he is, Mom. There he is. Look. <laughs> it was Jenny Weasley, um, Ron's younger sister, and she wasn't pointing at Ron. <laughs> Jenny, have a little bit of chill. No chill, Jenny. But I get it. I get it, yeah. but... Mrs. Weasley's like, be quiet, Jenny, and it's rude to point. Like, just, like, like, just pointing at folk. Right? You're going to marry him one day. It's cool, though. You, be, you get, you'll come up with it. Just wait for it. Um, don't, oh. I know. Okay. Um, so then Mrs. Weasley smiles down at them. Busy year, she asks. Very, said Harry. Oh, that rhymed. Thanks mm-hmm. for the fudge and the sweater, Mrs. Weasley. Oh, it was nothing, dear. Harry is so goddamn sweet. And Mrs. Weasley is even sweeter. Like, just... Taking the time, being like, I didn't get to, like, fully thank you, but thank you for yeah. that thing you did at Christmas Months now ago. that it's fucking June or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Just, what kind of 11? And then, of course, ready, are you? It was Uncle Vernon, still purple face, still, still purple face, still mustache, still looking furious at the nerve of Harry. <laughs> Carrying an Carrying owl, owl in a cage. cage. In a station full of ordinary people. Behind him stood Opportunia and Dudley, looking terrified at the very sight of Harry. You must be Harry's family, said Mrs. Weasley. In a, in a manner, manner of, speaking. of speaking. Come on, bro. I hate you. Um, Harry hung back for a last word with Ron and Hermione. See you over the summer, then. Hope you have a, a, a good holiday, said Hermione, looking uncertainly after Uncle Vernon, shocked that anyone could be so unpleasant. Oh, I will, said Harry, and there was there were, and they were surprised at the, at the grin that was spreading over his face. They don't know we're not allowed to use magic at home. I'm going to have a lot of fun with Dudley this summer. Although, wrote, I know that's the end. Yay! Doesn't Petunia know that you're not supposed to use magic after school? She might have thought the rules changed or forgot. Maybe. Doesn't matter. Locked it out. We'll figure it out. Um, I think that Harry is so no good, down low, dirty, and he can care about the rules. <laughs> just do whatever he wants. Which is kind of true. Pretty much. So, who is Yay. your MVP? Um, I said Harry. Me too. Harry Potter. He's Harry Potter. He, he saved the day. He saved the day. He was sweet. He found out about his parents and their love. He just had a very he good just, end of the year, and he deserved it. And he got good marks. Yeah. And you know, like 60 extra points for Gryffindor. Harry, stay winning. Mm-hmm. Who did you bench? The Dursleys. <laughs> They're in a page. Not even a full page. I don't care. The they Dursleys just came in and were horrible already. It was like, I don't mess with y'all. Okay, so I bench Quirrell slash Voldemort. Okay. For, you know, trying to steal a stone and take over the wizarding world and kill an 11-year-old boy mm-hmm. and 
just general fuckery. The huge. The huge. Um, so yeah. Awesome. Please, um, let us know who you think is the real MVP and who is benched for the chapter. We finished! Yay! Let us also know, also let us know who you think the real MVP and who is benched for the entire, the entire book. book. Yes, so both. For, specifically for chapter 17 and then for all of the Sorcerer's Stone. Um, don't forget, well, during a live tweet of the Sorcerer's Stone movie, um, two days from now, December 26th, um, 6 p.m. Pacific time. 9 p.m. Um, Eastern time. Use the hashtags Wizard Team and HPSS to, um, you know, join the conversation, whatever, um, and watch along. After the movie, we'll do our last episode on the Sorcerer's Stone where we recap both the book and the movie as well as figure out who is the real MVP and who is benched for the entire book. So please, like, let us know who you think um, is, and we'll figure out some math somehow. Um, I'm just going to do the math. We'll fail, yeah. I haven't done math. I like an ad and, like, take averages, but I haven't done math since, I use my like, fingers. four years. Four years. Um, okay, so we start Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets in January. So we're not going to take any breaks. It's just, like, January going. comes, and so the week after next... Um, is January, and that's when the first episode um, of um, Chamber of Secrets will come out. So, yeah. Next week, we're discussing Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone overall, like I said. Um, and if you want to join the conversation on Twitter, you can add us at We Black and Nerds. Hashtag Wizard Team. Also, we are, like, super excited to hear your uh, your thoughts about Black Hermione, so... Um, and the news about Curse Child and the casting in general. So, again, hashtag Wizard Team and let us know what your thoughts are about the news that came out today. I'm still floating on cloud nine about it. Pretty much. So, um, we might bring that in, but who knows? Well, I mean, it'll probably come up a little bit. Yep. But, yeah. Um, and thank you guys so much. This has been so fun. Yeah. I'm so, thank finished. you for like, sticking with us through the whole like first book. Um, y'all are some real ones. Some real ones. Y'all are the, the real MVP. MVP. Yep. Look at that. Shut up. Yes. Us for thinking about it at the same time. Because <laughs> we're the same because she's a horror girl. Mm, stop saying that. Did you know that Connie's also a horror girl? Shout out to at Comstar24 because I was going through a David Diggs like thing and then she just came and was like, yep, I know those feels, Sam. And I was like, yep. And then I was like, "You must be in the, you must be Harry Potter to Bionis Nagini." I don't. Okay, you're just killing people left and right. Is that what you're doing? I mean, sometimes people gotta go. Alrighty then. Um, see you next week. Thanks for listening. <laughs>